High five somebody and tell them, God's going to help you tonight. You may be seated. It's incredible to me. You know, I, I, I've been, I, I need to be honest, perfectly honest with you tonight that I've never been more frustrated in my life. Not spiritually frustrated, because I know God's got everything in control. But in my flesh, I found myself being so frustrated. I'm not going to get into a bunch of stuff tonight, but I'm going to tell you something. I've never lived in a world like we live in right now. I've never felt so out of control in a world as I do Right now. But I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that we serve a God that knows exactly where we are. He knows exactly what we're going through. And the Bible said that He would never leave me. He would never forsake me. In fact, it said He'll go with me to the end of the world. I've come to tell you, no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through tonight, that God is with you and He will not leave you. He's going to walk with you. It may be through a valley. It may be over a mountain. I don't know. But I know this. He will get you through it. I know there are days... When it feels so hopeless, it feels so helpless, you don't know what you're going to do. You don't know how you're going to do it. But I'm telling you tonight, you are not alone. You are not in this by yourself. The battle is not yours. It belongs to the Lord. And you need to know something. God will not allow you to be defeated He's on your side, and he's on your side for one purpose. On the other side, we're going to walk out of this victorious. On the other side, we're going to walk out of this with praise in our hearts, with life in our bodies. It's incredible to me how you can do be doing the will of God, fighting the enemy. The Bible said it's exactly what David was doing. He was doing the will of God. He was fighting the enemy. He was taking out the Amalekites. That incidentally, if somebody would have done their job beforehand, he would have never had to deal with them. Listen to me. Hear me right now. Hear you, Bishop. If God gives you an assignment, don't quit until it's done. Let, let, let me come over here. I said if God gives you an assignment, don't quit until it's done. Because there may be somebody coming up behind you that That's going to have to face an enemy that you did not defeat. But if you will not quit until the enemy is taken out, 
then that generation behind you won't have to deal with something that you didn't deal with. Oh, I feel my Holy Ghost moving right now. I've come to tell somebody God wants to use you to do something for future generations. He's fighting the enemy. And the Amalekites come and steal everything. Steal everything. They carried their women and children away. All the gold and silver was stolen. Everything that they had, it seemed, was gone. David's two wives, Ahinoam and Abigail, were taken. The name Ahinoam in Hebrew means power. The word Abigail means joy. The devil, the enemy, had stole his power and his joy. And without power and without joy, you're helpless. Well, you don't know what I've had to face. No, but I know this. The Bible said with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. Now let me see the hand of everybody that believes you're saved. Come on now. Wave that hand of the Lord right now. Because with that salvation, the Bible said with joy shall you draw water out of the wells of salvation. God said if you're saved, if you just won't quit, if you just reach down and get a hold of it, there is wells of water that are about to come because you've been saved. I'm going to restore your joy because of your salvation. I'm going to help you because you've repented, because you've been baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins, because you've been filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm going to help you and restore your joy. I don't know. I don't know. I've never felt like this before. I've never gone through this before. I know you haven't, but joy is waiting on you. And let me just share a little something else with you. They sang about it this morning. Let me just tell you a little something else. The psalmist said, Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. When I get a little discouraged, when I get a little disheartened, when I know you feel betrayed. I know you feel like folks turn their back on you. I know you feel like folks are gossiping and talking about you. But hear me right now. God is going to turn it around on your enemy and he's going to take what the enemy meant for evil. He's going to make it good. It's going to become a blessing in your life. It, it's going to become a source of joy 
in your life. Come on. In fact, one of these days, we're going to dance on the grave of our enemy because God's going to take him out. Come on, somebody. I'm telling you, you don't need to despair tonight. You don't need to be disheartened. But if you are, I've got good news. God's about to restore joy. He's about to give you your power back. You'd be seated. Watch what David does. Watch. He fell on his face. The Bible said he wept until he had no more power to weep. Anybody ever felt that way? I can't cry another tear. I I, I don't know if I can take another step. The Bible said, then David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no power to weep. They were spent spiritually. They were spent physically. They had given everything in battle. And now everything that meant anything to them had been taken from them. And the future was not bright, but bleak, or so it seemed. Come on, I'm trying to tell somebody that all you can see is darkness right now. That the light is getting ready to break through on your circumstance. But it's going to depend on how you respond to your circumstance. It's going to depend on what you do right now, tonight, in this place. I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. I feel like somebody has come to this place tonight and you found yourself what is at the proverbial end of your rope and don't really know where you're going to turn next. And I've come to offer you an alternative to where hell would like for you to end up. I've come to offer you life and that more abundantly through Jesus Christ. If you'll run to Jesus tonight, I tell you without hesitation, everything is going to be all right. He wept until he couldn't weep anymore. He felt sorry for himself. Hello. Poor old pitiful me. But guess what? It got him nowhere. Listen to me, child of God. You're going to have to get some fight in you. You're going to have to get it. If you've got a pit bull, I'm not trying to offend you. You're going to have to get a pit bull spirit about you. Come on, somebody. You... Listen, it's easy to bail out. It's easy to throw in the towel. It's easy to quit. 
That's an easy thing to do. But it gets you nowhere. You only walk away without any help. But there's something to it when we come to the understanding that it's in the house of God. It's in the presence of the Lord that our circumstances can be taken care of, can be handled, not by us, but by God. The psalmist said, the name of the Lord. Somebody shout that name. The name, that wasn't very strong. Somebody shout that name. The name of the Lord is a, oh, help me preach right now, is a strong tower. And the righteous just lay down at the foot of it and let the devil run over him with everything he's got. No, the psalmist said the righteous runneth into it and is safe. Hey, you want to know where the safest place is? It's not running outside to the world. It's not running back to the old problems and the old life that the Lord delivered you from. But when you get in trouble, he said, just call on the name of the Lord. And the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous run into it. And everything's going to be all right. He's going to protect you. He's going to keep you. He's going to watch over you. Help me, Jesus. So, you got to get your proverbial thumb out of your mouth. Feeling sorry for yourself won't get you anywhere. And so, David said, I know what God will come to. I know what God will come to. So he calls for the ephod. A praise garment. (laughs) Without any evidence of a miracle, he begins to dance. Help me, Jesus. Throws on the article of clothing that's indicative of worship and praise. David said, my dependence upon people hasn't done me very well. My dependence upon my ability and talent hasn't worked out too good. I'm in a mess, but I'm not going to let the mess dictate my worship. Somebody hear me right now. 
Say, well, if God would just give me a sign, why don't you give God a sign? If God would just give me victory, I'll praise him. Well, why don't you praise him until he gives you victory? If God would just give me hope, I'll worship him. Well, why don't you worship him until he floods your soul with hope? If God would just restore my joy, I'll clap my hands again. I'll dance before Well, why don't you clap your hands right now? Why don't you dance before the Lord right now and watch as the joy comes back into your life? Come on, somebody praise him right now. He's about to give you your joy back. He's about to give you your power back. I don't see it yet, Bishop. You just start praising him. You're going to see it. You just start worshiping him. It's coming. You can sit for just a minute. Maybe I should have quit right there. Without any evidence of a miracle, David begins to dance and praise God. You remember what I told you this morning? It's time for this church to be a crazy church. Well, Craig back here told me before service, he said, you know what? I kind of feel comfortable around here. I kind of feel like this is where I need to be. Listen, I know the devil, the enemy would tell you, oh, ain't nobody wanting to see anybody be Pentecostal. And nobody wanted to see anybody be holy rollers anymore. Ain't nobody wanted to see folks speak in tongues anymore. Hey, I want to tell you, that's a lie from hell. It is time that we become a crazy, holy ghost, apostolic, Pentecostal church. It's time we started running the aisles again. It's time we started dancing before the Lord again. It's time to understand that our joy is in the dance. Our joy is in the praise. Our joy is in the worship. If you don't have it, you can get it if you'll just begin to praise Him in your circumstance. Hey, hallelujah. Come on, praise Him. You can't make it without joy. You can't make it without power. But you can have it. Even in your circumstance, you can have it. 
you sit. I'm going to tell you something. I love these sweet people right here. God's doing a work in their life. You ever been in a Pentecostal church before in your life? Long time ago. You remember how they acted then? Were they crazy? Let me tell you something. These sweet people right here need to know what it means to be in a real apostolic service. They don't know nothing. They don't know anything about us carrying people to their cars because they're under the influence of the Holy Ghost. Brother Stephen, just a little talk with Jesus and just a few minutes of going through the motion is not going to change the world. But I'll tell you what will change the world is when we, the apostolic church, return to being radical for Jesus. We dance when nobody else is dancing. We run when nobody else is running. When people look at us and say, my God, how can they be dancing? You know what they're going through? How can they be worshiping? You know what they're facing? That's the kind of church we need because when we do that, our joy comes back. Our power comes back. Come on, somebody. It's time to get radical. It's time to get radical for the church. Watch this. What am I going to do, God? Everything I've ever had, everything that ever meant anything to me, it's gone. And worse than that, God, the enemy has it. David, hear me. Pursue after what belongs to you. Go get it, son. I'm just waiting for you to make the move. And when you make the move, it's coming, baby. Oh, well, I don't know if some of that will ever come back. Hold up. Hold up. The Bible said when David got up, he had the ephod on and he was worshiping God. He was praising God at probably one of the worst times in his life. He was giving God praise and God spoke to him and said, David, go pursue the enemy And when you do, the Bible said David recovered all. You don't have to go without anything that you've lost. 
You don't have to settle for anything less than everything that you've lost. But what you do have to do is in those times when you could have given up, just begin to praise him. Just begin to dance in his presence. Just begin to worship him and give him glory. I'm going to quit in just a minute. Uh-oh, my clock quit. Not really. Don't panic. He got his joy back. He got his power back. And he got the spoil of other places. <laughs> oh, I declare to this church tonight, we can't make it without joy and without power. We are helpless. It's time to quit crying over what the devil has taken away from us and get us some praise garments. And tell the devil, I've come to get my joy back. I've come to get my power back. Come on, somebody. If you'll let him keep it, he'll keep it. But if you won't let him keep it, he can't have it. Come on, it belongs to you. God gave it to you. God gave it to you. And God doesn't want you to live without it. But you can't get it over in a corner somewhere, drowning in self-pity. you got to rise up and say, wait just a minute. I'm a child of God. He's my God. And I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to give Him glory. And God's about to usher, usher you in to a place of restoration, of joy, and of power. You know them, you know them, Paul and Silas, locked up in a jail, beaten over and over, and it looks like it's over. Death tomorrow, but at midnight. At the darkest hour, they praised and shouted and sang to God. Ah, oh, but Bishop, that sounds so easy. It is easy. Uh, I, I got to get this in you right here. I, I really am about to quit because we're fixing to have a Holy Ghost hoedown right here. But you've got something inside of you tonight that's waiting to break forth. You've got something inside of you tonight that the enemy has tried to squelch and tried to choke out. But God sent me here on this Sunday night about as helpless as I could be. He just put a little something in my spirit and wanted me to come and tell you tonight 
that God is about to restore some folk that felt like there wasn't much hope. There wasn't much future. And God trying to get to somebody to let you know the devil wants you to believe that tomorrow it's going to be over. But God sent me here to tell you if you'll pray, sing praises, and worship Him, you're going to walk out of that prison that has you bound tonight and you're going to walk into the greatest move of God that you've ever experienced in your life because you're going to have your joy back. You're going to have your power back. Come on, stand with me. The Lord just spoke to me to say, I'm going to shake this place tonight. I don't know who you are, where you are, but I can tell you this. Without a doubt, God especially designed this word for you tonight. Some say, I don't feel like praising the Lord. And when I see my miracle, then I'll praise Him. I'd like to give it a little title tonight. I'd like to call it Dance in Advance. I don't have no victory. I don't have no joy, but I'm going to get joy. Oh, I hope y'all got something warmed up back here. Because we're fixing to break loose in this place right now. Whatever you have to do. To get your joy and your happiness and your power back. Tonight's the night to let it happen. Somebody needs to dance in advance. If you need healing, dance for your healing. If you need deliverance, dance for your deliverance. If you need joy, worship Him and praise Him for your joy. Don't leave here without your joy.